There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. All right, you guys, here it is. What is your go-to dish to cook? I'll go first. I'll put it out there. My dish has always been this like sweet and sour chicken thigh thing that I do. And I will go on record saying that whoever I've made that dish for, well, let's just say they end up on my thighs. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Next, shit. Frank! Oh, shit. You know, I always say platanos, but I'm going to take it up another notch. When I wanna, oh, wow. Okay. When I want to get that chick, like a chick nice. that I really want, I always do the moro, the guandule, con el, 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 el vite ensabollado and los totones. And I can't go wrong. Mm, That's a mixed I can't go wrong. Mm. Mike, what do you do? Well, Frank, thank you for asking. Um, so I've been <laughs> eating low carb, and lately I've been having cauliflower. And Sophie, my girlfriend, who has been amazing with the cooking, she has been doing Spanish style cauliflower rice. It tastes like the regular rice combined with grilled chicken and some broccoli. So that's been my go to low carb uh, diet. Jamie? Um, Yeah, I don't really cook like that, but um, I did I did recently learn how to do slutty brownies, which is uh, brownie, Oreos, and chocolate chip cookies in one crazy mix. So wow. it's delicious, but also very dangerous for your health. But um, <laughs> you know what? It's worth it. It's worth it. Once in a while. Once in a while. So, you brought that brownies. to the LOL Christmas party, didn't you? I did. And everybody was very slutty that night. Yeah, now we oh. all have diabetes. Thanks, Jamie. Wow. Well, they're called slutty brownies, Mike. Relax. Okay, what about our guests? I mean, this is going to be a tough person to ask, but Chef Bobby, what's your go-to dish? Do you have one? I'm, I'm, the, I'm as Dominican as you can get. I love rice. I can eat rice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, believe it or not. I've had, I've had Chinese food at 7 a.m. I'm not even lying. Oh, um, wow. I love rice, um, and I, and like I love me a good locrio, you know, like a un locrio de chuletica ahumada con con su maicito, wow. ensaladita verde con su totoncito al lado, aguacate, tú sabes, like that's for me. Tú me comparaste ya. And last but not least, restaurant tour Juan Goris. What's your go-to dish? I gotta go Dominican style. I gotta go with my four gold piece. Uh, it's more than three gold piece. 
uh, I got to add on onganisa in there uh, for more flavor. So, uh, you know, I went through college eating platano, so I still my go-to. edition via zoom jamie's got his crazy virtual backgrounds going and uh i'm your friend to the motherfucking end rachel la loca all right yo what's up this is juan bago from the bago bunker up in south bronx yo, what's right. up? this is jay ferns in the fortress of ferns in uptown manhattan what's up all right i want our guests to go on first the guests what, what's your names so sweet this is juan Gores, oh. uh ono at luxor uh and also um co-founder of uh, Chef Bobby Kitchens. And then we also have on the grill, not really, Chef Bobby in the building. Hi guys, how are you? Hi guys, thank you so much. Okay, Senor Goris, are you in uh, Goris? Are you in Greece right now? That's a very... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Where, in, what's your background? Uh, Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. Oh, Punta Cana. <laughs> oh. like Greece. Yeah. Right? <laughs> And Jamie, what do you have going on with your virtual background? You I know? got like The Rock and Jumanji. Black, yeah, you know. Pre-movie publicity for uh, for Jumanji, too. <laughs> well, it's such a pleasure to have you guys on the show. I mean, we've, we've known about your career, Poppy, for a long time. Can I call you Poppy? I mean, do you need Chef Poppy? Oh, Mr. Yeah. Chef Poppy? You guys want to know how I got that name? Yeah, yeah please. Like, of course. You know, yeah, because a lot of people swear that I'm like, that I think that I'm like Papi Chulo and I gave myself Chef Papi the name because, <laughs> uh, and a lot of people, they don't really like me because they think I'm like, que yo soy y vaina, but it's really not like that at all. Um, though, though, when I started my brand, uh, uh, it was a couple of years ago, I was in, I was actually operating in the back of a supermarket in East New York and Brooklyn. And it was a deli, basically, and I turned it into like a whole, like, I mean, craziness. I mean, I started getting a lot of attention on Instagram from like foodies and stuff. And then, you know, my, my brand started growing. And when I was coming up with a name for it, I didn't know what to call it. And my wife was like, well, what do they call you at work? And I was like, I'm in East New York. All, all we get is Latinos and black people coming in. So they call us papi and mommy, you know, like it's literally, hey, what's up, mommy? Like they, they literally, to my mom and everyone, they were like, you know, that's how they call us, papi and mommy. So she said, that's what it is, Papi's Grill. And I was like, oh, so when I moved on to the restaurant world outside after that, um, you know, people just literally started calling me Chef Papi because I, my name on Instagram was Papi's Grill or something. So they, and it just happened. I never like gave myself that name, but it, you know, it, they branded me, you know, so here I am. Wow. That's awesome. And then you're also joined here by restaurateur Juan Goris. Juan, tell us a little bit about yourself. How's it going, guys? Uh, Hi. You know, I have a lot to say, but I'm going to keep it short. 
Uh, I came to this country in 1989. I was 13 years old. Um, went to high school, uh, Bushwick High School in uh, Brooklyn. All right. Moved, uh, moved upstate to Dominican, uh, went to Dominican College in Rockland County. Um, I just felt that I needed to stay upstate. So I've been upstate for the past, uh, oof, since uh, 94 when I went to college. So um, I love it up here. Uh, I develop a love of having uh, businesses. So, um, you know, my first business was a nightclub uh, right out of college. Uh, when I was 22, I uh, purchased a nightclub in Raglan County. Uh, it was mostly college, a college crowd. Um, after that, I moved on and I got a restaurant lounge. Uh, I was there for a while. Then um, after that, I took a break and opened up Luxor. Um, I was really lucky to meet somebody like Chef Papi. Uh, we were actually going to rebrand the whole Luxor, what Luxor has to offer. And um, then the coronavirus hit, and proactively we started thinking, uh, what can we do? Uh, how can we go about this? Uh, obviously, this is going to affect the businesses around, and especially around in Washington Heights, uh, since New York got so so uh, badly hit. Uh, so I figure, why not do something that will help the community by us providing service virtually? Um, so we, we all spoke about it and it sounded great. And here we are. And Luxor, it's interesting. I have a fascination with Egyptian culture. I do too. Okay, wait, let's hey. talk about it. Cause I've been Whoa. to Luxor. I've been Girl. to Luxor. Which one, the one in Vegas? That too. I've been there back in my day. Nice. Uh, but no, I've also been to Luxor. Um, in Egypt. I took a beautiful cruise up the Nile from Luxor to Aswan. And I'm just, I'm curious to know about why the name Luxor or what about the culture? What, what, what is it about Luxor? Well, first of all, I, I love uh, Mediterranean food. Um, so then I love the Egypt, you know, history. So I figure why not combine the two and being that the Mediterranean is so big and has so many countries, uh, I was trying to do a restaurant that I could uh, kind of switch out the menu, uh, you know, do like a summer, do like, uh, you know, something from, uh, you know, Morocco, then go something from Egypt. And then I love Greek food. So it's something that I base the restaurant on. Wow. Okay. I love that already, you guys, because it's atypical to hear like Dominicans and French <laughs> in like the Mediterranean. So what are some of the dishes that you and Chef Papi have worked on that you're serving? And um, what are you doing right now to answer the need with these dishes? So actually about two weeks before like COVID like really hit and shut everything down, we uh, had done like one tasting actually, like one real tasting. And what we're doing is basically is we're taking Dominican food and we're, we're going to do a, a really awesome fusion with all types of Mediterranean food, not just, you know, Egyptian and stuff. But we have like a basically a, one of our definitely one of our home runs is a is a chicken over rice dish that we're doing with like moro and pollo guisado. But we're really doing the actual halal sauces like the tzatziki nice. sauce. I mean, like fresh from scratch. I mean, it was probably one of the best things I ever had. I'm not even saying because I made it. Like, I really, like, 
when Luxor opens, you guys are going to be blown away. The, the, the dishes that we have are just so innovative. They're so fresh and new. And, and we're really, like, really going into the culture, like getting those spices that they actually use in those countries that we're, you know, um, working on. So for sure, for sure, it's going to be amazing. You guys um, generously sent us some food. Yeah, um, how was it? <laughs> yo, so the Dominican pizza, me and my girl ate that in like five minutes. Nice. Well, um, how was it? she could eat that. You know what? She appreciated it because she's gluten, she's, yeah, exactly. she's gluten free. So she can't normally eat pizza like that. But, you know, the crust was... Um, <laughs> you look like bad when you're hungry. The, the crust was the platano crust, so she could eat it, right? So, um, yo, it was, it was, it was so good. Um, and plus, we got a little, like, I got a little drink, too. Drinky drink out of it. Oh, yeah. So, I'm a little... It, it, Amarindo. Yo, I'm, it's a little bit, I'm a little tipsy. I'm a little tipsy now, because I started drinking it before. What's up, what's so, yo, is that... Is, he's the mixologist. He's the guy that's oh, nice. nice. This guy is a tipo asesino, loco. <laughs> Thank you so much, Asesino, because uh, tonight yeah, I, don't think, I don't think I can lower my voice any lower than this because of this right here. So it's going to be a loud <laughs> night tonight. Eddie, go ahead and share the name for it. Okay, what were you drinking? What was that? This was the peachy one. It's orange peachy in color. I don't know. Okay. Let's see that. All right. Did it have three colors before, before you... So the opening was all one color. I'm seeing colors now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're definitely seeing colors. All right, so that was three colors. I guess it's great that you don't remember that, but cool. yo, Eddie, I had, so, the, I, had <laughs> Eddie, I had a tropical margarita, bro. All right, so the tropical margarita is broken down into three layers. The first bottom layer is a strawberry margarita. Uh, it's made from scratch. I mean, I've been working on my margarita recipes for a long time. Um, so I put my best foot forward on that. And then everything that's fruit related, for example, the strawberry is made from real strawberries. So I made a real strawberry puree, all the syrups, all the limes are squeezed in house. This is like the freshest thing you can get. So that's the layer of strawberry. Then we had a layer of mango margarita made from fresh mango puree. And then we had that little fun uh, top layer, which is the first thing you taste. It's actually the coconut margarita, which I believe was a little foamy, right? At first, yes, yes, it was foamy. Uh, so mine was, was like blue. Coconut foam, like it was like a. Like yes, a okay. What's the so light now, blue okay, one? The blue colada. Okay, so the blue colada, it's a it's a variation of a pina colada, uh, made with rum, as it's traditionally made, and coconut rum. Um, we do a blend of like, you know, coconut milk, coconut cream, you know, vanilla ice cream. You know, coconut water, you know, Bacardi rum, obviously, you know, because we're all Latinos and, and that's what we go for. And, you know, we added the blue curry out just for the little, little, you know, blue color. This on there. guy makes the best drinks in the whole world. <laughs> and he's the head mixologist of Luxor as well. So when Luxor opens, you have this dream team together here. Yeah. The absolute best. Eddie, sure. tell him what you're going to call your brand. Okay, so the, the drink brand. So for the juices, we have the Wahihugos, right? While he watches the heights, okay, great. So now for the drinks, we've been thinking about it for a while. We were kind of brainstorming. We're like, yo, eso estaba un humo. And they were like, espérate, así se va a llamar el trago, humos. So humos is going to be the official name of the drink. So you say, yo, toma, date un humo, like one drink, un humo, that's it. Humos by Luxor, coming up. Vlad, <laughs> I have a question for you. Um, 
obviously a lot of times um, when there are situations that you can't control, you have to be innovative. What is something you've learned uh, partnering up with Chef Papi right now that you can apply when the actual place is opening up? Um, I have learned a great deal. Uh, when you work with somebody that loves what they do, um, you know, you, you, you gravitate to that and also it, uh, it makes you better. Um, you know, definitely I feel this is the right team for when Luxor opens up and it's the right team to continue the idea that we founded uh, with this virtual kitchen. ChefPapiKitchens.com, by the way, is where you can find all of this delicious drinks and food and all that other stuff. What, what I find ingenious in a way is that you are probably going to be getting more people who probably wouldn't have gone to the restaurant because of this situation because you're going to them and they're trying the food and the drinks so that when it's you have the opportunity to go, they're going to go while other places right now don't have that same luxury. So that's a really smart move you guys did. Co correct. And another thing that we did was we uh, incorporated uh, five, uh, four different menus within uh, the one kitchen. Uh, so we could give, uh, you know, uh, different type of foods to, uh, you know, the community. So essentially the plan, oh, sorry. <laughs> essentially the plan was, well, the, the, the idea when we first came together was like, okay, in order for us to do numbers and be able to survive and pay everyone and, and keep the boat afloat, right? We need to um, appear as much as we can. So the idea was we created uh, four different concepts. So we have a Mexican concept called No Manches, which is like tacos and burritos and stuff. We have another uh, concept called Wahi Hugos, which is like salads and wraps, healthy stuff, healthy, freshly squeezed juices and stuff like from fresh fruits. Uh, we have another De Lo Mio Dominican uh, foods, which is the Dominican sushi, the Dominican pizza and all the, all the other fusions. And then the fourth one is, what is the fourth one? Uh, yeah, Chef Papi's Girl 2.0, which is a bunch of all the sandwiches. So we have like uh, uh, the chopped cheese sandwich that I literally came out on the Food Network on for um, the, like just like a bunch of- You got a cheesesteak? You got a cheesesteak sandwich I saw? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, so I'm actually, I, I got, like I, I was known for the sandwiches. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how I like made my name. So that's like where it all started. And we have catering, which so we, you know, we do all types of catering for all sorts of events. We do weddings, we do it all. Um, we have the, obviously the Luxor uh, wine, wine and spirits, which is the hummus that you just uh, had. And um, so basically, the idea was we were gonna put all of these different menus, so no manches, de lo mio, whatever, uh, on Uber Eats and all the platforms, DoorDash and all of that, in order to pop off. So. You know, so when you go on to Uber Eats and you live in our area, then you'll see No Manches, you'll see De Lo Mio, you'll see Wahi Hugo. So it's like, oh, wow, look, four new restaurants in your area. So, but it's really a ghost kitchen. It's really just us doing all that stuff. But, you know, the customer doesn't really know that because it's a ghost kitchen. That's the concept. So we were like, oh, that is definitely going to work because, you know, we're going to put out the best product and, and people are just going to reorder. So what happened was we set a date to open and then the day came. And we were not live on any of those platforms. All we had was our website, chefpapikitchens.com. And we went live on that. And we've actually, oh my God. Like, I don't want to say numbers because obviously it's just not like, but we literally, literally hit the ground running. Like we did numbers in two weeks that I, I've never seen this ever in any, I've started many businesses before. I've been in the ATM business, bodega, supermarkets, restaurants, you name it. 
I've never started a business from scratch that hit the ground running this fast ever. I mean, ever. And, and we're doing so great all on our own, on our own platform. We're still not live on Uber Eats or Grubhub or none of that because we don't think we can even keep up with the, with the volume. Everything we're doing is all on our own. So we're like really proud of that. We have the best people in place like in every department. So we have the best kitchen staff. We have the best mixologist in New York City. We have an amazing owner uh, and, and financial, you know, advisor. We have the best tech guy, we, you know, like running our, our, our website. So, you know, honestly, we have everything we need. We have another day to live. We have our health. We're still healthy. We're here. We're taking care of ourselves. We're trying to do everything the right way. We're just trying to help people, you know? We're feeding a lot of first responders. We're literally this week, tomorrow I'm cooking 280 meals for first responders, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We've literally had- I should order, should order tomorrow, right? You're gonna be busy. Uh, tomorrow <laughs> is still good, tomorrow is still good. All right, guys, uh, let's go to a little commercial break, huh? Um, Because you've been a business person for a while. What is the advice for entrepreneurs and business people now? Like, how does your mind work under troubleshooting right now in this time? Like, what is it, the advice you would give to them right now? It's not folding. Uh, there's a lot of people that see uh, problems. Uh, I was raised by, you know, looking at the solutions before I start complaining about the problems. So I think that once you start thinking about how can you fix something, that helps you, uh, you know, open new places, come up with new ideas. Uh, so, you know, that's how I've done it since I started. Uh, it's just by, you know, not having excuses, just going for it, uh, taking a lot of risk, uh, getting a lot of no's and knowing how to take it and how to learn from it and going back and getting that yes that you're looking for. You know, a lot of people complain that, oh, that they didn't have enough time to focus on their side hustle or whatever it is that they, their, whatever their dream is. And now they have all the time in their hands and they're still not doing anything about it. So that, that just goes to show, like, you know, um, passion has a lot to do with everything. Everyone here loves what they do. And we're just really here, like, just trying to spread love through our sazon and our drinks. That's it. So nice. And for people in the tri-state area that, that, that want to order from... Um, ChefPoppyKitchens.com. Where? How far do you travel? How far? Do, how far did you deliver? Like, I, I'm in the Heights, so I'm good. I know you're close to me. So yeah. But, so right now, uh, catering, we pretty much deliver everywhere: Long Island, uh, New Jersey, Brooklyn, Queens, pretty much everywhere. A lot of people do want things from our regular menu, which is delivered locally. You know, so if you're within a three-mile radius of the restaurant in the Bronx or or Jersey or Manhattan, et cetera, you shouldn't have a problem getting food. However, there are people from Brooklyn and Queens that are just like, I need this pizza, or I need this, I need that. And they're just paying the, the, the delivery fee. And you know, we just have a big team of drivers here and we're actually pretty much getting to like, pretty much all five boroughs right now at the moment. Wow, you guys, that's like really, you guys are doing it right now, man. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Shout quick. out to Juan, shout out to uh, Jose Acevedo who who delivered the Dominican pizza to me. Yo, but tell me why this <laughs> motherfucker Jose Salcedo is everywhere. Yeah. How is it possible? Jose Salcedo is everywhere. <laughs> is he in ten places at one time? He must have clones out there. I don't understand. <laughs> That's why he does websites. 
<laughs> I was like the internet. He's all over the place. And he just goes through these website portals and appears in different boroughs. In different places. Amazing. Yeah. Can you give uh, like people um, a meal that even they can make at home? Something that like if they were like, I'm not going to go to Chef Papi's Kitchen today. I've, I've, I've ordered four out of the five days. <laughs> One day I want to stay home and cook something. What's a good meal you can give uh, like somebody that just wants to make something really quick? I want to say pasta, man. I'm really, really like my one of my kids' favorite meals uh, that I make them is like just spaghetti and meatballs. But you know, we make the the turkey meatballs from scratch. You know, uh, we bake them in the oven so they're healthy. We're not frying anything. Uh, we boil a little bit of pasta, and and I have uh, some simple methods that you can use where you can take like actual like nice um, quality like glass bottled uh, uh, sauces that they have out there, like BJ's or Costco, whatever. And I can give you a few tips that, uh, as, as how to make it yours and just have like an authentic, like, you know, Italian meal, you know, at home, basically, you know. Um, no, I, I can't get my turkey meatballs to not taste like rubber golf balls. I just <laughs> wow. What is wrong with my turkey meatballs? Like, what is the key? I hear baking. I don't do that, but uh, maybe I Yeah, yeah, take two, pounds, take two pounds of turkey, crack an egg in it, okay? Season it to your taste, whatever seasonings you like. Throw some panko bread crumbs in there, and then uh, make it consistent enough so that you can actually roll a ball in your hand so that it doesn't, like, fall apart. And if you can get that, you know, but don't add a lot of bread crumbs. Go easy and then start trying to make your balls, you know? No <laughs> Pause. Right. So, you know, once, then um, you, you bake them at like 400, uh, preferably con convection with a little fan in the back. Uh, you know, in about 20 or 25 minutes, they should be done. I mean, once you see them get a golden brown, they, they should be fully cooked and, and healthy and delicious. I'm on to it. That's amazing. Thank you so much. That's like invaluable advice, you guys. You ever have a dish that you just constantly try to perfect and you can't? For me, it's been fucking turkey meatballs. <laughs> They're delicious. They're delicious. I love turkey meatballs. Are you guys envisioning like the first night that the Luxor will be open again for the public? Is Are, are you planning on something? This is for both of you. Are you planning? Are you envisioning it? And are you planning on something really big? Well, we uh, haven't spoken about it because we've been so busy, but definitely I think about it all the time. I actually think I envision it all the time. Like I see like the crowd, I see the ambiance, I see like I feel the noises. I miss that shit because at the end of the day, you know, restaurants are closed and, you know, there's nothing like that compares to going out to a nice place and sitting down and enjoying a good meal and getting good service, getting good food, you know, so I miss it. Wow. I know you. I know you dream about this every day. Every day, every day. I uh, can't wait for it to open. Uh, it's gonna be big. It's gonna be um, more of a restaurant with a nice, sexy lounge. Um, so yes, I'm really excited for uh, for that time to come. Uh, but for now, we have uh, Chef Papi Kitchens, and this is how we help in the community by providing outstanding service. And the and the customers that are that are ordering from Chef Papi Kitchen, they're gonna go to the Luxor even more now. It's like they trust they trust your food now. You know what I mean? It's so good that that I think that it's just a great kind of 
thing that you're doing now that's going to benefit like when people start going back to the restaurant. Yeah, for sure. Guys, I guys, I picked up hey. my order personally and the weirdest thing was that the door was closed and I called and it was it looked empty inside and when Jose came out and opened the door and I went upstairs, it looked like a bustling restaurant except the patrons weren't there. I mean, the cooks were running around. I saw people running around making deliveries, so it was really weird. It's like you guys are jumping, but there's not people inside the inside the location itself. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but you guys are running, bro. You, I see people running around. I see freaking delivery services. I see the the cars ready to go. It's like jumping, and I see the kitchen. I see everybody just running around. It's really, it's really, it's really weird in a weird way, so to speak. You know. And it's a great business to be in. Um, you know, this is a $35 billion business that people, I think, are going to take advantage of it now. Uh, it, it is kind of new. Uh, people don't know too much about it. Uh, but, you know, forecasting it in the next 10 years, this could go up to like $365 billion. Uh, so by year, you know, 2030, we're looking at a, a business that could be that amount. So, uh, you know, it's a great thing. It's a great thing to be part of it. Guys, he, uh, Juan is very humble about himself. So when he says things like what he just said, know that this is coming from a person who runs an IT company for a hedge fund. So wow. he, when he talks stocks, he knows what he's talking about. So, you know, we're, like when I say that we literally have the best people in every department is because we do, you know. Uh, so just kudos to you, man. All right. Yeah, kudos to both you guys, because food is a pillar, a strong pillar of Latino culture. It's so important for it to be represented correctly and culturally relevant that I'm sure you guys, I mean, I don't know what your process is. Maybe we can end the interview on that. But like, tell us about, tell us about what, you know, how do you go in inventing this culinary experience and really, you know, driving home Latino culture? How do you do it appropriately? What's your method? Love, girl. It's always love. Oh, shit. Hey. It's love. Hey. Mm -hmm. It's love. You do, you, do, you do it for the love. You do it for the passion. You can always, trans. you can transmit anything you want. This is about people. At the end of the day, people have to eat. But at the end of the day, it's about connecting with people and doing the right thing and, and always, ha you know, um, just really doing it for the, for the love, you know? I do it for the love. And otherwise, I will be serving you frozen burgers. I'm, you know, <laughs> I, have, um, I have a strong belief that, you know, when, when you have love, like he said, uh, and it doesn't feel like a job, it's the right thing. That's your calling. Like, once you find your calling, you're going to be great at it because you have passion towards it. That's amazing, you guys. One time for Chef Papi and restaurateur Juan Goris. Woo! Yeah. 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 All right, guys. Uh, let's go to a little commercial break, huh? Thanks for helping me fill out the census form. Of course. Why is my arm attached to this lie detector test? It doesn't matter. I'm gonna give you some facts about the census and you tell me if they're true or false. One, the census form can only be filled out on paper. True? Ow! False. The census can now be completed on paper, by phone, and online at census2020.gov. Did you just shock me? Only cause you got it wrong. 
The information you fill out is confidential. False. True. Your records are private for 72 years. Okay, is there a less painful way to do this? Citizenship status is not part of the census. I'm afraid to answer. If you skip the question, that's an automatic shock. Okay, okay, okay. True. You're right. All residents must be counted no matter their citizenship status. Look at you already learning, Vago. Hey, Rachel, you ready to help me fill out my census? Jamie, leave before it's too late. He's done now. You know what? I'm going to just fill it out online. You guys, it's time for the Keloke segment. So, yo, Chef Papi, Keloke. Okay, Keloke, Chef Papi underscore NYC on Instagram, Chef Papi Kitchens on Instagram, chefpapikitchens.com for all your catering needs and all the other good stuff that we're doing, merch and all that stuff coming. Uh, we have a special code. Uh, Chef Papi LOL is a discount code. It'll get you 10% off your next order if you order on chefpapikitchens.com. Uh, Thank you. Okay, Juan Goris. I got one more. I Luxor, New York. All right. Nice. Yes, and where is Luxor? Tell everybody the location so they can start, you know, getting their sleeping bags and sleeping outside for the grand opening. Mm -hmm. Luxor is... Uh, uh, 3775 10th Avenue, so it's 10th Avenue and 203rd in the Inwood area, Washington right. Heights. Repping right. the Heights, that's what's up. And on that note, we out. Oye, mijo, que show es ese que están escuchando. Tremenda vaina. Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.